0: Hey there. Well, good morning. It is Friday, January first, two thousand and twenty-one. I forget. I forgot to. It says two thousand twenty on my paper. I forgot to change it already. I made a mistake. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, it's a new year. It doesn't mean anything. Everybody's saying, "Oh God, I can't wait till two thousand twenty is over." It's such a horrible year. But you know what? We still got another. Uh, eight, ten months of this crap. That's how long it's going to be before we can be COVID-free. I mean, that's if everybody, if we get enough people to get the vaccine. Think about it. We need, if we did a million injections a day. Think about this. Let's say the United States did a million injections a day. We would; st- It would still be a year. That's right. It would still be a year. I'm sorry. That's not true. It would be two years. <laughs> or, or at least a year and, th- and two thirds. Because it's two injections. A million doses a day. Two million doses a day is what we need. And there's no way we're going to... De- in the last week, we only did uh, 3 million doses. In the last week, we only did 3 million doses. We need 2 million doses a day. To, we're not, there, there is no light at the end of the tunnel right now. 2021 is going to be very much the same as 2020. I'm sorry. I, I hate to be the breaker of bad news. But that's just the way it is. <laughs> anyway, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. Tell your friends to Google Political Views TV Podcast, and I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, I really appreciate you coming out and listening to me. I really appreciate you pressing that button. If you can, please bring someone along with you tomorrow. I, I'd appreciate that too, but uh, I understand people don't like listening to podcasts, but I try to make it at least a little bit fun. I'm available on all sorts of platforms. Uh, This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles. It is... Ready for this? 19 more days until Trump leaves office. 19 more days. And that means... On January 19th, I will be saying... One more day until Trump leaves office. That's what I'll be saying on... On uh, the 19th in the morning. Because on the 20th, at noon, on the 20th is when it happens. Once January 6th is done, but I'll get to that in a minute. New Zealand celebrated New Year's Eve yesterday just like any other year. Why? Why? Because they had a government and a leader who helped them keep the virus at bay. New Zealand has no cases. The entire country, just like Taiwan, (coughs) excuse me, people had parties. People went to events. People had fun. I understand. I understand the difficulty keeping the virus at bay in the U.S. with 330 International airports, porous borders between Canada and Mexico, 13,000 miles of shoreline. Technically 95,000 miles of shoreline, but 13, generally as the crow flies, 13,000 miles of shoreline in the continental United States, not including Alaska and Hawaii. Numerous shipping ports of entry and a constitution that would make locking it down difficult. Uh, actually impossible. But that wasn't the most difficult issue. The, the complete open borders between each of the 48 states, the lower 48, and D.C. Uh, were culprits. But it went further than that. The open borders between counties within states. We really have no laws that allows a centralized government the Constitution leaves most powers to the state. So it was rampant Republicanism that caused the damage led by our Republican president. That is simply it. It's, it's, there's, there's no other, other way around it. Sure, there were a couple of Republican governors who saw what was happening and did what they could. They were attacked by Republicans for doing it. This is what, uh, what neo-Republicanism is about. By pushing the BS that they care about your rights. They were responsible for murdering hundreds of thousands of people. Democratic states that tried to lock it down to protect people had porous borders with Republican states. We couldn't, we couldn't, uh, here in California, we couldn't lock it down between us and Nevada. We couldn't do that. But that wasn't the hardest part. Here in Los Angeles, where they tried to control the virus at the beginning, they were adjacent to Orange County, a highly Republican county that refused to do anything. And then then these people travel back and forth. We can't lock it down between counties either. Without Orange County... Southern California could have locked down the border between it and the rest of the country along the mountain ranges and deserts because of the limited roads throughout. Had all governors in the 48, the lower 48, come together to lock things down at first, then come together on masks and social distancing, we would not have destroyed our economy. At the very beginning of this, back in, when was that? Was that um, March when I talked about this story? I talked about the only research that covered this during the 1918 flu pandemic. It showed that those areas that locked down and controlled the flu better and had less cases recovered economically better. But rampant Republicanism is what's killing everybody. Because they claim that they're doing it to help you, to save your rights. But apparently, you have a right to die. Rant over. Now that I have your attention, let's, let's, let's make the attempt to fix the world. I know it's difficult. Georgia Senator David Perdue is quarantining due to possible exposure to the virus. Yes, that David Perdue, who is in the January 5th runoff against John Ossoff for the Georgia Senate seat and possible control of the U.S. Senate. His support of rampant republicanism is what got us into this mess. But Georgia, I don't care how you do it, you gotta show up to vote. Right now, Georgia, you are being controlled by Kentucky. That's right. Kentucky, the state that has 10 of the the poorest counties in the country, is controlling you. It's blocking you from getting relief checks. Kentucky is blocking your state from an economic recovery. Kentucky is deciding your fate. You ask, why? Why? Why is Kentucky doing this? Because Kentucky is the home state of Mitch the Bitch McConnell. And he is in charge of the Senate. If John Ossoff Ossoff and Raphael Warnock don't win, Kentucky will decide, still decide, your future. But if Warnock and Ossoff win... Things are going to change. We can get a recovery going. Right now, the number one thing that that Kentucky senator, Mitch McConnell, wants to do is hurt the Biden administration. In hurting the Biden administration, he is hurting you. And everybody else. Moving on. Vice President Mike Pence is asking the court to throw out a lawsuit brought by Republican Representative Louis Gomart, uh, Gomart, and 12 other Arizona Republicans. Gomart uh, filed the lawsuit, which sought to prevent Pence from declaring President-elect Joe Biden the winner of the Electoral College. Congress is expected to meet on on the sixth. This is what I was talking about uh, to certify Biden's victory. This is the end all. You know, um, yeah. Uh, um, uh, 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 Pence shows up in 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 uh, in the Senate, and he says, "Okay, this state goes to Biden. This state goes to Biden. This state goes to Trump. This state goes to Biden." And he's basically just reading off a list. Uh, anyway, in his lawsuit, Gohmert alleged that Pence has exclusive authority and sole discretion to open and permit the counting of the electoral votes for a given state, since Trump. Has claimed that voter fraud in some states tipped the election in Biden's favor. Gohmert alleged that Pence expected certification of Biden's win would be unconstitutional. Apparently, Representative Louis Gomert has never read the Constitution. First, it doesn't matter what Trump says. The courts decided that voter fraud did not happen. That's number one. Number two, Pence doesn't have this power. He doesn't have it. He has nothing to do with it. He's just, he's just there for window dressing. In, in the Friday response to Gohmert's litigation, Deputy Assistant Attorney General John V. Coughlin uh, uh, wrote that the lawsuit is not a proper vehicle for addressing the counting of electoral votes because plaintiffs have sued the wrong defendant. Pence has nothing to do with it. He's just, you could type it into a computer and have a computer do the same thing. Because Pence has nothing to do with it. He's required to read what the outcomes are. As part of his duties as president of the, of the Senate, he's expected to preside over the congressional count of the electoral votes. Since all 50 states have officially certified their election results, the electoral votes are already set. There's nothing he can do. Pence can't do this. Gohmert said Wednesday that his lawsuit was geared to making Pence take a more active role in the event and reject some electoral votes. In actuality, Pence is bound by law to present the actual elector votes. Republicans really just want a civil war is what they want. Uh, uh, Moving on, two Republican members of uh, the House of Representatives Uh, told CNN that they uh, expect at least 140 of their GOP colleagues in the House to vote against counting the electoral votes on January 6th when Congress is expected to certify Joe Biden's victory, which is really stupid. They're just showing Ben Sasse. Remember I talked about Ben Sasse yesterday, how he said that they're just holding a pistol to the Constitution. This is disgusting. This is so disgusting what they're doing. Uh, Trump's Republican allies have have virtually zero chance of changing the result, only to delay by a few hours the inevitable affirmation of Biden as the Electoral College winner and uh, the next president of the United States. You know, a couple days ago, I skipped a story about a hospital worker who allegedly purposefully left the vaccine out in a Wisconsin hospital, so uh, it would go bad. Honestly, I found it incredible. And, and, and I mean, when I say that, I, I mean that in the original sense of the word, in that it didn't seem credible. But they asked him and he, he admitted to it. Well, local police uh, announced yesterday the hospital worker has been arrested, but what are they arresting him for? Local police, I mean, he didn't break any laws. Any any local laws? Uh, Grafton police said he had been arrested on three recommended charges: first-degree reckless endangering safety, adulterating a prescription drug, and criminal damage to property, all of which are felonies. However, first, police did not name him, but he he was identified as a man. Uh, the suspect is being held at uh, Ozaki county jail at worst he 'll be charged with property damage, possibly rec- rec- uh, reckless endangerment. but no, because you know people realize that it was left out and 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 a few people got the injection of the stuff that was left out, and nothing will happen to them it 's it's not going to poison their body it 's still sterile. Um, Adulterating a prescription drug has to do with handling it at the the factory and uh, with distribution, and I, I doubt that would stick. He didn't physically alter it. He just left it out. First of all, well, I guess second of all, the police or hospital don't have a case because this is a federal crime, since the doses are federal property. He'll end up paying $15,000 in restitution and maybe a year in prison. Police and Grafton, uh, 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 police have nothing to do with it. This is federal. Uh, police and Grafton previously said that the department, the FBI, the Food and Drug Administration are actively investigating the case. And the feds are truly the aggrieved party. So, yeah, this isn't, isn't a, a local issue. Yeah, I, just, I, I guess the police are just holding them for the feds holding him for the feds because they can't really they can charge him but none of the charges will stick They're, these are going to be federal charges uh moderna announced tuesday that it planned to offer its workforce a chance to get vaccinated with its recently authorized uh vaccine and that the decision did raise some eyebrows um in addition to employees the company said it would offer shots to its board members that's what really raised eyebrows and adult household members uh, of the team. Um, Moderna's decision calls into question whether there are loopholes that will allow some people to cut the proverbial line to get their shot. You know, the rich people. And let me tell you, if you think that rich people haven't already cut the uh, proverbial line, or actual line, uh, you're wrong. You know that rich people have uh, gotten doses for them and their family. You know this has happened. They're the scum of the earth. Uh, Dr. William Moss, executive director of the International Vaccine Access Center at the Johns Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health said, what it appears to be is privilege and power gaining priority access to the vaccine. Uh, You can imagine people want to jump the line uh and and that's true of course people want to jump the line and and i am betting some hollywood celebrities have already jumped the line i'm bet in fact i'm betting that m- people at moderna have gone to hollywood celebrities and said hey here let me help you jump the line anyway in a company statement uh, moderna said it is making the shot available to its workers in the u.s through a voluntary and confidential program Uh, to provide an additional layer of COVID-19 protection because Moderna workers are conducting essential services in developing, manufacturing, and delivering the vaccine. Of course, Pfizer said the exact opposite. They said that their people will take the uh, vaccine in order that they qualify, according to uh, the government. So, you know, some people think one way, some people think another way. Um, uh, but anyway, I'm sure, uh, that Moderna's decision is making rich people say, ah, let's pull out the checkbook, see what we can accomplish. I'm sure some hospitals need some wings named after Moderna. Uh, anyway, I wanted to make it short today. It's New Year's Day. Welcome to 2021. Much the same as 2020. That's it. Thanks for listening. It's Friday, January 1st, 2021. Make sure to put that on your checks. Uh, PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me. I appreciate you coming out. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, It's been uh, an amazing year uh I haven't gone a full year with this podcast but it's still been an amazing year. It's interesting what I can do when I put my mind to it. I get up every morning at 3:34 o'clock and start gathering news. It takes me five hours every day to do this podcast. I do this podcast without editing. no editing at all just right out of my mouth. it's like a radio it's like a live radio program. So whatever mistakes I made, I own them. Anyway, tell your friends to check me out. And remember, remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. This is Peter Lawrence reporting from Los Angeles.